Welcome to Material Retail Dumps. My name is Elliot and I'll be your host. This is our first podcast, so a brief introduction is in order. Material Retail Dumps is a short-form podcast with brief but valuable content for independent retailers in any vertical. As business owners, we don't have time for a 30-minute lesson with a ton of banter. That's why we created our podcast. We get straight to the meat of the topic and aim to give you actionable information that will help you make more money every day. Today's topic is about the importance of first-party data. We'll discuss what it is, why it's important, how to collect it, and what to do with it. So to start, you know, why is this important? Why are we talking about first-party data anyway? Um, the past like 10 years have been dominated by uh, you know, social media ads, Google AdWords, basically anything that you can do to pay these big companies to get customers to your door, whether it's online or in-store. They acted as toll booths. They had all the data. You would pay them, and they would connect you with customers who may or may not like what you offer. It's been a lot of changes. It's been getting very expensive. So people need change. People need change to get new customers at an affordable price. So that brings about uh, our topic, first-party data. So what is first-party data? First-party data is information a company collects directly from its customers and then owns this information. This information is collected and stored in software that the company uses. It could be in a point-of-sale system. It could be on an Excel spreadsheet. It can be anywhere. It includes basic things like a customer's name, their email, phone number, birthday, and then you could get into more complex data such as a favorite brand that they love, what size are they, do they have kids and what are their kids' birthdays, um, kind of anything you want to learn about your customer that you can save and own and then utilize in the future. So the big reason why we're talking about this is because Apple made a lot of privacy changes recently. Apple's taking steps to protect consumers' privacy and prevent companies from tracking you across the internet. It's a great step for consumers, not so much for companies. Paid ads through Facebook, Instagram, and other social media channels are becoming less effective. So you might ask, what information should I collect? Well, the answer is, the more you collect, the better. There's some basic info that you should definitely collect on almost every customer that walks into the door. Those are name, email, phone number, birthday, address. And then again, secondary pieces of first-party data, favorite colors, favorite brands, first purchase date, last purchase date, average spend, family size, what kind of car do they drive, anything that you can learn about your customer. And you're going to ask, how can I collect this first-party data? My customers don't like giving me information. Well, it's definitely true. However, the best and easiest way to get a customer to give you information is at the point of purchase. Once that customer is standing by your register, they're already talking to you. They're just sitting there waiting while you're scanning their merchandise, checking them out, writing them a quote, whatever you're doing. So you can have cashiers ask for that information. Don't ask for it all at once because the customer will get overwhelmed. But for a new customer, maybe ask for their name, their email and phone number, and an existing customer, ask them about their address for their address and their birthday to update their records. There are some other tools you can use like loyalty programs. So then a customer will be excited about giving you their information. So Imagine this scenario, customers in the store ready to pay, and the cashier says, hey, we see you're not part of our loyalty program. Do you want to join? You'll get discounts and rewards for shopping. Customer then says, of course I want discounts. Cashier says, okay, awesome. All we need is a name, phone number, and email to get started. All right, now that you have all this information, what do you do with it? Well, it's pretty simple. Um, It depends what information you have. 
right? If you have a customer's phone number, you can text or call your customer. If you have a customer's email address, you send them an email. If you have a customer's physical address, you send them a postcard. Well, that was obvious, right? But the key is you want to use multiple data sources and connect them together. So what does that mean? It's again, it's pretty simple. If you have a customer's birthday and also have her home address, send her a postcard with a picture of a birthday cake on it and a discount off her next purchase during her birthday month. If you know a customer's child's birthday and you happen to be a toy store and you have that customer's phone number, send them a text a month before that child's birthday reminding them that their kid's birthday is coming up and they don't want to disappoint their kid. So they might want to come in and see all your new toys. And basically the power is in your hands. Once you have this information, you own it and you get to do whatever you want with that information. Obviously you have to respect your customer's boundaries, but at the end of the day, if you're respectful to your customer and you treat them like you'd want to be treated, you'll end up getting a lot out of that data and use it over and over again. Well, that's it. We'll see you next time at Material Retail Dumps. Thank you.